please welcome to our morning show microphones an individual who has done is doing some great work in helping our young minds and also to make sure that our students are safe. Say good morning to Jason Matlock. He's on the Emergency Management Safety and Security Specialist Team and uh, is a group that's replacing the school resource officers. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Unbelievable. So I, I know it, it, was a big, it was a big controversy with school resource officers. Minneapolis Public Schools canceled its contract with Minneapolis Police Department, and uh, so went the school resource officers. How are you faring without uh, that contingent of people uh, in the school in the school buildings across Minneapolis? Well, you know, and to acknowledge what you started off with, you know, thanking our school nurses. I mean, especially in the times of COVID, what they've done is uh, is amazing, and, and that also highlights part of what we've always had in Minneapolis, which is a team. We've always had a team of people in the buildings there to help work and protect our students. So while the SROs were an important part of that team, um, they weren't the only thing that we had in place. We, mm-hmm. You know, we've got protocols, procedures, people uh, in every building that are that are trained and are, are well set to help protect our students. So while again, uh, one piece of that puzzle is, is you know is not there anymore, uh, we continued to on with our other things and continue to try to enhance how we work on our relationships with our families and our students to make sure that everyone's part of a. a, a a long-term ongoing solution. Talk about the difference between the school resource officers. I know there were uniformed people inside the buildings, but now there's a different look. Yeah, so our specialists, um, and again, it's it's a position that's been in the district for, for many, many years, uh, decades even. And so these are folks who, while they have some expertise in the areas of security and emergency management, um, their district-level Staff, they're not armed. They're not uniform. There's no handcuffs. No, pep- we're not using security against our students. These are folks who are here to make sure our buildings have good protocols, procedures. They're building good relationships with the students, and they're making the building safe through through those means, and not through what someone may think is more traditional of having an armed presence at the door trying to stop the bad things or, again, what's what's happened over the years and, and what's developed into the school-to-prison pipeline using our police against our students. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so we wanted to make sure that that isn't something that is a, that is ever part of how we work. Uh, and, and, again, not, not there to use security against students, use security for the students. Ah, well said. Jason Matlock is uh, part of the Emergency Management Safety and Security Team at Minneapolis Public Schools. So as uh, we're working to reestablish uh, uh, students in the buildings on a more, I guess, an expanded basis, especially since the announcement yesterday that uh, vaccines are available for 12-year-olds and up, what is the thinking right now as you prepare for the end of year and also the beginning of the fall uh, term when school students return, we would think, in greater number? Yeah, we would, again, we're, you know, following the guidance as it changes and excited to hear that the students will get an opportunity to be vaccinated so we can uh, stop what we, you know, many have seen around the, the country of, of younger students getting getting the virus. So there will be probably changes next year to how it looks. Uh, we don't know what those will be because we're, you know, we're really trying to make sure we follow the science and as it is changing, projecting out a little bit, uh, a little bit premature, but we're going to be excited to have students back. This, we know that's where many of them do best. Um, we're also expanding our, our online option, our online school and MPS. So those who have found that this is really their best way to learn can still uh, receive the great services from our teachers and staff uh, at MPS. Walk me through a typical day of an SRO or 
uh, an emergency management specialist at the school district? So, yeah, they were different. So, again, uh, our new specialists, again, their typical day is they're going to be around, um, you know, at arrival uh, for students. They're going to be there with the staff that should be always out greeting. You know, we ask our staff to really make that first contact of the day. And uh, a wise old principal once told me that, you know, if, if you if you look a student in the eye every morning and say good morning to them, that starts their day properly. It starts their day right when they walk in your building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it also gauges. I mean, there's a security level of that. It engages. You see what's if a student's not feeling right, not 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 acting uh, like they usually do. But to do that, you have relationships. So again, starting from that front door, making sure they're saying hello, they're being a positive presence, they're they're giving the high fives, the fist bumps, and then moving through the day, being there to help making make sure that that team in that building uh, has all the protocols in place, is working through things. And then if something does happen, if there's a fight that happens or something happens, making sure that the team's responding properly and then afterwards debriefing with that team to say, okay, where do we, where did, where do we do well? Where do we not do well? You know, constantly learning and constantly adjusting and not just trusting that well, we've always done it this way. So that's the way we do it. What's the, uh, SRU, good. What's the future of a specialist in the school district? I know that uh, I've heard a student say that uh, uh, these officers or the specialists are among the best people that they know in a school district. And I'm wondering, what is the future for these specialists in our district? What is, what's your vision, Jason? My vision is that they really become an integral part of our schools and that, that that's what students see. And that's what students see, someone that they can turn to, someone that there's there that is actually there for them. You know, we when, when the board went away from the SROs, it wasn't, I mean, Yes, it was in large part to watching George Floyd be murdered, but it was also the fact that we did have a lot of students who felt disconnected from the local police. They felt that uniform and that presence wasn't serving them. So really what we want to do is we want to make sure that our students and our families feel that there are people in the building there to protect them. And so I, I see them being there, being that part, growing into those roles and being that integral piece that's, that's just naturally there. And helps foster again a community of safety. It's not just going to be them to to think that fourteen, you know, thirteen people uh, change in a, a district with over six thousand employees is is probably a little bit too uh, too lofty of a goal. But to know that they're there to influence and that they're there to be partners with those all those other staff to really make our buildings a place where students feel safe and are able to learn. Last question. I know this is a little bit off topic, but uh, you just can't uh, walk away from the murders that have been happening here in the Twin Cities, particularly on the north side with 15, 17 year olds, uh, people that uh, you're protecting and serving in the districts. Uh, What is what does that do to a mind of a student uh, that these students that you come into contact with, especially our high school students? And uh, these are we're also looking at uh, uh, elementary students who whose older brothers and sisters uh, could be impacted in the same way that we've seen these 15 and 17 year olds dying on the streets of the city. Uh, do you have a comment about the the violence that we're seeing? Well, the trauma that, that our students are feeling and that our entire city is feeling is is undeniable and unmeasurable. Uh, it, it's it's the tragedy of any lost life. I mean, I've been with the district for a lot of years, and we've lost a lot of students, unfortunately. And, and, and any time we lose a student, it's tragic. But you're right, the, the frequency and the intensity that's happening right now is uh, is just over the top. And I think, what you know, again, we're working with our outside partners. We're working with the Office of Violence Prevention. We're working with the City Health Department, working with MPD in ways. We're working with 
groups like Nonviolent Peace Force, uh, other groups around the city that are youth violence, uh, the uh, youth coordinating boards workers. So we're trying to find a way to really connect to how we can really come up with a better solution and and that community care. Uh, we have our own mental health, new newly formed mental health support team in the district, as well as our own uh, internal crisis recovery team from our department. So we've got folks there for our students to try to really work with them. But you're right, it's it's something that, that weighs on them and it weighs on all of us every day. Jason, I can't thank you enough for being with us this morning talking about emergency management and keeping our children safe and enhancing young minds. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you so much. Take care. It's our pleasure.